This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you on a Friday. And as I mentioned before the break, what better way to enjoy this wonderful Friday? You know, it may be a little bit hot in uh, much of the country right now, but what better way to celebrate the, the heat, the humidity, the, the scorching temperatures than to, you know, Discuss the misery of other people. Uh, discuss ball clubs that say are not up to snuff, who have had a really, really bad first half to this Major League Baseball season. And you can bet on this misery by picking which manager you will believe, you believe will be fired first. And Joe, I think first off, there is some fine print that we should probably go over in terms of first manager to be fired, because depending upon what market you're looking at, what sports book you're looking at, the, the fine print matters here because it's not just first manager to leave. It's the first one to actually be fired. And sometimes the reasons why a manager is no longer managing a baseball team may not be because of a firing, quote unquote. Yeah, you always have to read that fine print. We talk about it when you have head first head coach fired in the NFL, uh, those sorts of markets. But we're, we're still waiting for it to happen. Here we are approaching the all-star break. I wonder if it's going to happen. Here we are on a Friday. Yeah, it is kind of uh, kind of mean for us to do this because this is when people get fired. You get called, oh, I have a meeting with the boss at 4 o'clock on Friday. This can't be good. That's always a bad <laughs> sign. So uh, this is when we choose to do the segment. But last year, five managers were fired, okay? And at this point last year, it happened twice already. It was first Joe Girardi, and that's when I – Decided to bet on the Phillies. Lucky enough for me, at least the pennant one ended up working out. And Joe Madden was fired at this point last year. And Aaron, if you follow trends, both of them in year three. I found that pretty interesting. A couple of high-profile managers uh, fired in year three because there are some near the Mm. top of the odds that aren't even in year three that uh, people are expecting uh, to potentially lose their job fairly soon. Yeah, I mean, the one that stood out to me was Davey Martinez. I'm here in Washington, and obviously they did win a World Series, but it's just kind of been – you see him, like, losing his cool. I just think that the time has run out with Davey Martinez. Now, Paul did bring mm-hmm. up a good point. Do you fire him midseason? I don't think it's necessary. They're not going to do anything. It's probably like, let's turn the page when the season ends. What about Bob Melvin and the Padres? Is the Padre the fact that the Padres keep underperforming? You can see him at twelve to one. Is that his fault though, or is it just some type of fluky? T- is this more on the players? But you could definitely get some value with Bob Melvin at twelve to one, guys. 
I don't know how he can be the first manager fired when the Padres made the NLCS just a season ago, when I would argue when it came to postseason expectations and postseason performance, the Padres overperformed. And look, you know, the, the pitching rotation may not scare you, but the hitting sure should. And if the Padres can sneak in as a wild card participant, then the Padres could very well be a formidable force. And so I look at some of these other managers and I'm going in a different direction. I do actually think that some of these numbers are a little sharp. One of the things that I looked at was preseason playoff probabilities uh, for these random ball clubs and then where they stand now. And the Mets have been the biggest disappointment, not far behind the St. Louis Cardinals. And so the fact that those two managers are the first two listed uh, here where uh, Showalter is three to one to be the first manager fired. Uh, uh, Oliver Marmol for the Cardinals is at four to one. Then you get into Davey Martinez at five to one, Bud Black, David Ross, et cetera. I think Marmol is probably the likeliest candidate here because he's the youngest manager in major league baseball and things really fell apart sort of, you know, under his control Meanwhile, with Showalter, he's been doing this for more than two decades. He has an incredibly positive reputation. And yes, this season has been an absolute disaster. But you also feel like that if anyone deserves the benefit of the doubt or someone deserves an opportunity to get out of the mess that maybe they've had some small, you know, small action creating, then it probably is Showalter. The Cardinals don't necessarily have those luxuries. And I would argue the Cards have been almost as big of a disappointment as the Mets, Joe. I get why the why Showalter is the favorite to be the first manager fired. I just don't agree with it. It just feels like mm-hmm. a New York thing. Mets fans are calling for something to happen. The the owner calls a press conference last week and you know they're expecting firings and it doesn't happen and they're asking about Showalter's job security. And I know it means nothing. But it is one year after he wins the NL Manager of the Year. So that would be a story. NL Manager of the Year to then fired midseason. The first uh, manager fired the following season. So because the New York angle and the questions being asked, tough media market, I get why Showalter's a favorite. I disagree with it. I agree with you. I wrote down Marmol. You want to talk about underperforming teams? You're in an awful division. And you're in last place. You're 15 games under 500 with this roster. Now, would they pull the plug in his second season? And uh, your case, Ed, about why you don't make that move in San Diego. Well, couldn't we say the same thing about the Cardinals? Would they win 93 games last year? So is is this Marmol's fault? Jake would know better than us, lifelong Cardinals fan. Um, do you sense that they're going to make some sort of a move at manager? It, we've seen it in the past where it was a bit of a surprise, and I don't think this would be a surprise, but it's been a bit of a surprise when they just have the manager be the fall guy. I don't think so. Like I think the management, like Mosaic and the owners, I think they love Marmol because like Schilt was expedited out of St. Louis because he didn't agree with the management style and he wanted to do things differently and take a different approach to the hitting philosophies and the guys on the mound and blah, 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 blah. And Marmol's just their yes man. So like I don't think they're going to get him out of there because he listens and he follows the quote-unquote Cardinal way and pfft, 
So I think they're going to keep him and anything else. They're going to get up there at the end of the year and be like, yeah, this season was disappointing, but next season we have guys coming back from injury, and that's as good as making a big trade or a big signing, and we really feel like continuity is the best thing for this ball club. And, bop, 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 and then they'll finish third in the division next year too. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, man. One point that I want to make, too, that's, that's really important here. I go back to uh, my time in North Texas when Jeff Bannister was fired from the Texas Rangers. And here's a guy who made it to the postseason his first two years. Uh, run differential wasn't outstanding, uh, say, in either of them. But he did make the postseason his first two years and got ousted by the Blue Jays both times. Uh, third year was a disappointment. Fourth year was a disappointment. Was fired before the conclusion of the fourth season. In large part, not because of team record, the wins and losses, but the Rangers wanted to go in a different direction when it came to managing pitching rotations. They wanted to have bullpen days, and they felt like Bannister didn't quite manage the ball club uh, to the front office's satisfaction as far as making sure that pitchers were prepared for a bullpen game. And so sometimes the reason why a manager can be fired has nothing to do with the record that we see or maybe even the on-field product that we see. It's that the ball club or the franchise wants to go in a different direction or they want to try out different wrinkles or, you know, new analytical ideas, things like that. And they don't feel like that their manager has, say, the innovative mind to be able to make those necessary adjustments. Now, when it comes to betting on this, this is one of the reasons why I definitely uh, wouldn't bet on Buck Walter to be the first fired because mm-hmm. you talk about someone who has seen it all and done it all in baseball, uh, but still is sort of, you know, quote unquote adaptable enough uh, to be able to handle anything new that the Mets want to try out. That to me, you know, fits that description fairly well, but you know, Marmol t- to me, I think there's still a case to be made there. Uh, Davey Martinez, I think, makes you know some sense. Joe, I want to ask you about David Ross, though, with the Cubs, because you talk mm-hmm. about his behavior being a, a bit of a question mark, uh, not necessarily generating a positive pub. The division is really bad. 
The Cubs may not have as much talent as, say, the, the Brewers or the Cardinals, uh, but definitely you would have expected a little bit more from Chicago by this point, right? Eight games back now. Eight games back. Yeah, yeah which Chicago team are you talking about? Disappointments on both sides of town. Um, the Cubs are going to have to sell now. I think that's what the realization that a lot of teams are waking up with. Like the days are coming off the calendar and now you're not going to play baseball for nearly a week after this weekend. Uh, the Cubs go to the Bronx this weekend. And I, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup today. It's tie on the guy that's been losing the most for them all season. So if it's another poor series at the Yankees, I mean, eight games back in a poor division and the Reds are just taken off and there's still the Brewers. I mean, all these teams you have to catch, um, the, the Cubs went from sellers to, oh, buyers, to now, now sellers again. This is the problem you do. I mean, it, probably from the outside, this sounds foolish, but he's viewed as a, a World Series hero, not for any specific moment. He was just a heartbeat of that team. And this is the problem. When you hire a guy, 99% of the time, you're going to have to fire that guy. So are they really going to do it? I don't get the sense that they will. As bad as the bullpen is, as poor as the offense has performed, are you putting that on David Ross? I would put more of the, the Cubs' struggles and the holes in the roster on management than the manager. Plus, what were their expectations, you think, in the building or in town? I didn't. I know we've talked about 500. that. 500. Make it work. 500. Right. Right, that's yes. what I'm saying. It's not. It's I guess maybe playoffs in that division could be the argument. I didn't come in being in town like thinking that the pulse of the North Side was. Oh, this is like a team that's going to make a playoff push. I I just mm -hmm. don't know that he's underperforming that much. I think they're still figuring things out. And with the World Series hero case, I have a much tougher time seeing it. Like, do they do it in September yeah. when it's just like, all right, we're going to turn the page next year. Let's give someone whoever that might be, I just, it's kind of another what's the point sort of thing. And if he, you want to start he over was the also, start over the he's so close. He's so close with ownership. He was a, he right. was a member of the front office before he was named the manager. It just kind yes. of dipping his toe in the water. Like there's a lot of history there. I just, I don't see it. He's what fifth on the odds board. I don't see the Cubs making that move. They're going to wait a little bit and, you know, the question is, are they going to sign Strowman or are they going to trade Tr Strowman? I, they might trade him, which is a signal for not only this year, but also, also next year. Now, it, on the other side of town, if Grafol was in anything but year number one, you want to talk about disappointing teams. <clears throat> I, I think that would be in play, but it's, he just got hired. It's his first year. It's Rick Hahn's mess. Um, I don't think they're going to fire, fire Grafol, but I do think That's there is been. a long shot. Yeah, it's what's the okay. point? Again, what's the yeah. point? Mm -hmm. um, and that, that window's been closed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, the Grafol is a shot in the dark. The longest number on the board, though, 50 to 1. Ed, is this what you were thinking when I said there is a longer shot that I do like? You know, Seattle's sitting here at 500. The win total come into the season was 87.5. But part of this is I'm looking for a manager – that's been there a while where it's like, mm -hmm. look, the message is lost. 
the voice isn't working. We need some sort of a spark, a change. This is year eight for Scott's service, and that's a very talented roster. Uh, I It wouldn't shock me if service was the first manager fired. It's a good price at 50 to one. I, I think that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. You are talking about a ball club that made the postseason last year, and the Mariners generated a lot of excitement. And then two seasons prior, you know, they were all about fun differential. So there are things that you can point to to say he deserves some additional time there, but it's 50 to one, and the Mariners are underperforming. Mm-hmm. And certainly there were expectations coming in that they could at least make the postseason. That's almost certainly not going to happen with how well the Rangers and the Astros are playing right now. But um, yeah, that's, that's one that I think makes a whole lot of sense, Aaron. Yeah. And one more, um, I don't think we talked about this one, Alex Cora and the Red Sox. I mean, that situation is hopeless and Boston's a city where, you know, (laughs) there's always expectations. And I just think that you could do the fire, the manager in season, hoping you get a spark, but I think they're going to have to blow this thing up at the end of the season. And it's just not working there. I don't know if he'll be the first manager fired, but I could see the whole, let's see if we get a little spark here because we're going to have to blow this whole thing up anyway. That's so interesting. You bring up, yeah. Yeah. You bring up an interesting point because like Cora could go at the end of the year, but I suspect one of these guys will be departing right around now, right around the all-star break. Mm-hmm. Would the Red Sox pull the trigger then, or are you looking at, say, with service? You know, I think even Mark Kotze could be on the hot seat, you know, just because of how poorly the A's been playing. But, you know, it's not his fault. Yeah, Yeah. everybody's done. You're all out. Hit the showers. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board, and one of us is one heck of a manager. They'll be the last manager fired right here on the BeckQL Network.